Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. And today, Mandy, what are we talking about? Today we are talking about 1991 Robin Hood Prince of Thieves, the Kevin Costner vehicle. Yes, yes, yes. Kevin Costner. Uh... Lots of folks in this movie. Alan Rickman. Yes, we had. Uh, I mean, we'll go. Morgan through. Freeman. Yeah, we'll do a rundown. We'll go through that in a minute. But uh, if we always say to everybody who's listening in or watching currently via Twitch, if you have not found a reason to watch this movie, please make the podcast the reason that you do so. Uh, you can't currently find it streaming unless I think you have access to HBO Max. I think that's where it's at right Correct. now. So yes. otherwise, you're going to have to pay for this one. We all did, I think, as far as I'm aware. Uh, so make this the reason that you go do so. We'll give you a few seconds to pause the podcast and go find and watch the movie. And you're back. All right. Now we're all caught up to speed. Everyone's seen the movie and now we can keep on. And also, too, it's coming out on Netflix on October 1st. So, so keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. Don't wait to listen, though. Listen now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, you can check it out there uh, if you've got access to that. So uh, now we're all back. And... Uh, of course, we don't like to talk about these movies alone, Mandy. Uh, we tried that once, and it went pretty well. I'm pretty excited about how our uh, solo podcast went, but we are back on track with things today, having a guest in uh, fake studio. It's not a, a Zoom studio. Uh, we'd like to have someone in because otherwise we would just argue about movies, and we need someone to take sides. And today we're very excited to have a comedian and podcaster in his own right. Please welcome Mr. Jimmy Bain, everybody. Hello. Hello, Hello welcome. I, I'm, I'm very excited to be here. I'm very excited to talk about this. Good. And oh my goodness, I have some opinions. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know which side I'm going to fall on. If you guys are going to be arguing amongst yourselves, I don't know. Uh, 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 oh my goodness. I, I remember watching this movie as a child okay. uh, when it came out. Uh, uh, I was maybe nine or 10 years old. And uh, watching it now uh, through the through the lens of 2021 yep. is is shocking to say the least. So. <laughs> That's so um, that one of our main questions: is how long mm -hmm. had it? So we know you watched it when you were a kid, but how long had it been since you saw it last? Do you remember what the span of time is, or was that it? Was that when you that, saw it? The that first may time? have been it. It okay. it it is over two decades. All right, almost three decades. <laughs> Mm -hmm. is is a very horrific thought right isn't that <laughs> true? Yeah. right uh so you had you had kind of a, a dusting of knowledge of the movie then it still kind of lingered in there and then we got to see so this is basically like a revisiting or almost a first watch kind of the type of reaction we're gonna get here so it's been so far removed Ab absolutely okay. i was i i had forgotten so much of this sure. that that it was almost like i was watching it the the story itself for the first time good, because good. the 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 main story I have in my head is the is the cartoon the Disney the Disney version, version. exactly <laughs> right I was waiting for Kevin Costner to dress up like a stork and sneak <laughs> yeah. in and try <laughs> and like try some bow and arrow shenanigans yeah there were a lot but, less balloons and snakes I remember there needed to be a balloon hovering by. Uh, with a snake attached to it that I, I have nothing. never seen the Disney version of Robin Hood. All right, ever. all right, it's mm -hmm. been a long time for me. Uh, <laughs> you know, maybe we'll give it a year. Maybe we'll cover that one. We'll see how. It goes. <laughs> all right. Uh, so we uh, we've asked uh, Jimmy. Well, we we got the news from Jimmy. How long it had been for him, Mandy? How long had it been for you since you uh, saw this movie? I don't know. Probably like five or six years at least. 
maybe even 10. I don't know. Time is weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to remember. Time is a flat circle and no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so, I watched this all the time as yeah. a kid. I, I, I still knew every single word to it. So. Yeah. It's weird how things like that will come back to you. It's like listening to an old song that somehow the lyrics are up inside your brain, but you don't know mm -hmm. it yet until the music starts playing. And then you're like, wait, this is going to happen now. This is about to happen. Uh, <laughs> for me, this movie was one of my mom's favorites. She was mm -hmm. a big Kevin Costner fan. Uh, we watched Same. a lot in my house. Again, this is another movie that we somehow got on a blank VHS tape with a white label and someone wrote on it with a marker. It just said Robin Hood. And that's just, that's how I knew this movie. Um, we watched it a lot when I was a kid. We, uh, the la I've seen this movie more recently than I believe both of you. I think it's probably been, I don't know, less than five years for me uh, since I've seen this movie. Um, really huge fan of the Brian Adams song that accompanies this mm -hmm. film. Oh, <laughs> I, everything I do, I do it for you. I like it a lot. I'm a big fan and I'm not afraid to say it. I don't care. Um, so yeah, I like, I like Brian Adams. Actually, I, I had quite a few Brian Adams CDs growing up. So Brian Adams moments in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so that's, that's kind of the backstory for this one. And I guess summer of 69. What a great song. Sure. Sure. Oh shit. I think I forgot to ask Jimmy. Did I tell you to bring a 10 word or less synopsis? You I did, actually, but it was caught in the messages, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you did. And I actually have, I have an exactly 10-word synopsis. <laughs> Beautiful. That is perfect. Because I will tell you right now, I absolutely forgot to do it. I forgot to do the 10-word <laughs> synopsis. So I'm glad at least one of us have. Well, well, I actually have a couple. Oh, perfect. Um, yeah. That's so, awesome. All right. So it, if so you wait, would wait, like my on. first. What we're about to do, though, is it, we have a, a theme song for it. We got to hit the theme songs in oh, here. Oh, lovely. Uh, theme songs provided by our guests. Every one of our songs we've outsourced to a previous guest or a faithful listener. Uh, and today we have a theme song provided by uh, someone we know very well, uh, Mr. Bob Fredericks, uh, sent us over the clip for Chop This Synopsis. And it goes like this. Chop this, chop this synopsis. Short and sweet. Ooh. Chop this synopsis. <laughs> what this is, is we give our uh, guests and ourselves uh, the opportunity to condense the movie down to 10 words or less. Of course, we already talked about this. I forgot to do it. So, Jimmy, carry the podcast, please, and give us an example of a 10 word or less synopsis of Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. And again, I might recommend don't use the title of the movie in the synopsis because there goes like half your word. <laughs> No, right. This was a hard one to write for sure. Right. Okay. So, so first I'll, I'll, I'll do Matt's first. Sure, this okay. one, this one can be yours. It's, <laughs> we, we couldn't afford another British guy. Here's Kevin Costner. <laughs> I love it. I like that for sure. Uh, but the, the, the one I came up with, that's exactly 10 letters, uh, uh, 10, 10 words, 10 words, a fever dream through a fisheye lens. It really was. Trigger warning. Yeah. Rape. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. We get, we get that there is so much rape in this movie. <laughs> Well, to be it, fair, though, and I it's a PG-13, or it's a PG yeah. movie. Oh, it's not even PG-13. Yeah. Let's be fair to the rapists. Yeah. I feel, like, I feel like there was a lot of rape going on, so it's kind of true to form. I, I got a feeling back then. So, so yeah. just after the prison break scene, <laughs> and they hit land, 
in England, as soon as Brock Turner is on his home turf, I'm sorry, Robin Hood is on his own turf, he's like, check it out, mistletoe. Many a maiden has lost her their resolve to meet thanks to this plant. He's just like casually roofy. He's like, he's making people <laughs> like Bill Cosby. Yeah, yeah. Like, and he can get away with it. That opens up. Son of a rich kid, you know. That's but that opens up to like for Azim to be like, yeah, we talk to our women, we don't drug them, you know. Like Azim Absolutely. is the best. I, I I love him. I won't go too far into it because I have he is my the great one. <laughs> yeah. Did you give yourself this name? <laughs> he 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 is the great one. Uh, yeah. So and Mandy, Mandy, before we get too far, did you have a ten word synopsis? I do. Perfect. Uh, Robin Loxley becomes Robin Hood to get revenge on Snape. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> <laughs> like I could not like and, and the thing is is like you know like that's who I think of when I think of Alan Rickman I think of Snape yeah. um but when I'm watching this movie he's so amazing that like I didn't feel like he was Snape at all like he was definitely the sheriff of Nottingham like like 100 like percent the opportunity to throw him off the t- throw him off the top of the, the tower, building yeah right <laughs> right i'm just, just drop him just one second early just knock it to me castle <laughs> uh so i do want to get everybody into the mood for this movie and it, oh shit if i can get rid of this real quick okay uh let's start it off with uh the intro music the big score the trumpets the whole nine yards here we go it will bring you right in and I love the I love the tapestry work that they yeah. have in this because the faces are just mangled. <laughs> it has been it has been sewn by someone who has not only never sewn before, but has also never seen a human before. Blindly, <laughs> yeah, feel, it feels right. Duncan, does this look right to you? Right. <laughs> yes, master. It, um, <laughs> Point me to a danger, Azim. I am ready. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Mandy, do you have any fun facts at all about the intro before I get to my... I don't, know. So this intro uh, was also used, so it was was created and made... Are we talking about the music? Yes, go ahead. Okay, it was created and made for this movie. Uh, Morgan Creek, which was the production company, Mm -hmm. continued to use that that trumpet bleat there, the bam-ba-bam-ba-bam-ba-bam, that part, uh, as their intro music. And then Disney also... Uh, used it for their uh, preview uh, mm-hmm. for um, like DVD previews. So that's yes. the intro as the castle comes up and the thing goes over the thing. And, you know, so they, that might be more familiar to people than you realize, but it, it came from this movie. So. But it's so funny because every time a, a movie would start, I'd be like, oh, are we watching Robin Hood? Right, yeah. You know, I, I definitely like thought of that every single time. Wow, that's in there deep. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So there's, there's um, my stolen fun fact. Sorry, Mandy. Yeah, Why no, no, that's Disney perfect. movie remind me of Kevin Costner. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> weird that they would have uh, they would have stolen and used that for everything. I'm guessing uh, Morgan Creek is probably a, some sort of subsidiary of Disney. Mm-hmm. That way they can- well, Morgan Creek actually because uh, there Kevin Costner had a deal with them um, for some royalties and things from mm-hmm. this movie. And he sued them because they used this music oh. um, later, and he he sued them for for profits. I don't know what the outcome was, Weird. but yeah, that's always doing that's the- crazy because I always thought his name was Morgan Freeman. What? Wait, what? Like what? Oh wait, no, never mind. 
right. No, I was talking about Kevin Costner sued, sued yeah. them. Not Morgan Freeman, but I get it. <laughs> said Morgan Creek and sorry. I got oh, Morgan. I got you. Well, it's okay. funny because like I made that relationship earlier too. I, I'm going to do a quick rundown um, while I have the floor. Okay, um, yeah. Kevin, Kevin Costner played Robin of Loxley. Morgan Freeman played Azim. Mary Elizabeth Monstran. Matt oh, Antonio. Thank you. Well, yes. Mas- I couldn't do it either. Mastrantonio. Yeah. It played Marion. Good job, Matt. I, I still, even though you said it, I still can't say it. Um, Christian Slater, Hottie McHottie, uh, played Will Scarlett. Alan Rickman played Sheriff of Nottingham. Um, and just, these are like honorable mentions, but Geraldine McEwen played Martiana. Michael McShane played Friar Tuck. Uh, Brian Blessed played Lord Loxley. Um, Michael Wincott played Guy of Gisborne. Um, Sue Druitt played Fanny. And Nick Brimble played Little John. This was a huge cast of people. Yeah. Like, it, it, normally, I don't. I have like four people that we can focus on. Sure, sure. So this this was super time consuming for me to Big like do all this of like important British actors and, mm-hmm. and like worldly actors too. We had Sean Connery shows up, obviously too. Yes. Uh, Brian Blast, I think, is a huge deal over there as well. So yes. Well, he's a, a voice person. He yeah. he has like a very like opera type voice, so he does a lot of voice acting um, i was Sean disappointed Con- not to hear more from him as he I was know. being set on fire yeah. <laughs> i also i also had a question about those weird uh uh, uh, uh yeah well they were hooded but they were also wearing like eyes wide shut sex masks yep. riding horses <laughs> with torches in the middle right of the wood the like and they never went like they never went back to that yeah that was strange and then yeah, and then yeah, Professor Snape was like, "Join the orgy or die." Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he wanted him to join Voldemort. That's exactly. basically how I felt. Like, exactly, you know, he was a Death Eater for all of our Harry Potter fans. <sighs> um, Sean Connery was only only filmed for like a day and a half, and he made two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, which he gave to charity. Yeah. So when he showed up, I honestly, he said, "No one's going to marry anybody," and like. I expected him to be like, not until I get my prima noctra. Right, right. And like, that fits the movie. You get the swing at it first, for sure. Absolutely. Why is the king of England Scottish? I- That's, I mean, 100%. He's Scottish, and he actually, I think that, because he was 61 during the filming of this movie, um, and the king's supposed to be 37 with a French dialect. But then, but then again, Kevin Costner. Okay, so Kevin Costner actually, they hired a voice coach for him oh, to learn how to do a, an, a in this British movie. accent. He and couldn't they, do it. Yeah, they they, they, <laughs> they were like, no, you can't. And then Christian Slater, by the way, you can't either. Like <laughs> instead of doing like a bad British accent, we're just gonna have you guys be like Americans. Like I, it well, doesn't matter. What I, I loved about this. Tried. Though, like I can, I can at least give him credit for at least somewhat trying for most of the movie. On on occasion, Kevin Costner, it will like it'll come out for no reason, just barely. But it it just it's not gonna stick the whole movie. I feel like that. I feel like a lot of the little slip ups in the accents came out in editing when they were trying to get everything together. Uh, Kevin Costner. This is the only take that we kept. Like this is the one. Right. (laughs) No, this is the best Best of them. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, because at one point in the movie, he actually puts on an accent when he's trying to be that beggar. And oh he, yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like, 
oh, excuse me, mum. I'm, I'm so sorry. And then, like, but that, if that's the best he could have done, I'm so glad that they didn't use that throughout the <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was like, rips to Landy. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, they, they, um, they, they fired the coach after, like, after they, he showed them. So, uh, Kevin Costner's so bad at it that they just fired the coach. Not, <laughs> it, they weren't like, this is Robin's, uh, uh, this is Kevin Costner's fault. It's like, oh, it must right. be the coach is shitty. <laughs> well, what I like, everybody got to do their own little accent, yeah. their own, their own special, unique accent. Yep. And that's, yes. what, that's what was great. Because, like, the Scottish guy shows up at the end. and <laughs> Not only that, but even the cousin, I don't think that he had, a, he didn't have a very good, which is funny, because I don't know if he's British. <laughs> so if I say he doesn't have a good British accent, I sound like such a fucking dumbass. Right, right. But Guy of Gisman or whatever. Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, Gisborne. Yeah, Michael Wincott. He's from Canada. So, okay, good. I knew that he. Maybe a little bit French. Who knows? Uh, let me, <laughs> let's meet Robin. Uh, and Azim in the prison at the beginning of the movie. So let's just get a little clip out here into the ether. Here we go. You cannot save those people, Christian, but you can save me. Coming, Robin. Robin, come on, Christian. <laughs> it's so intense. Mine is a sentence of death. No, Robin, he's a moon. Don't listen to him. Set me free. I will show you a way out. Why should we? If you do not, we are all dead men. All right, we get it. Yeah. Oh, he's so amazing. Like, and I love that they Morgan they Freeman show... carries this movie for sure. No. no oh well, oh, yes. I disagree. Okay. I think that right. Alan Rickman carries the movie. Oh, sure. I mean, Morgan Freeman obviously carries England. Like, without him, the entire like every everyone would be dead. Like, there would yeah. be nothing left. I think but... Alan Rickman is. It, he's having a blast in this movie because he is chewing the scenery oh, yeah. in every scene like you can hear him in one scene he's actually chewing on his glove and shit like, <laughs> he's like i think he's really into this creepy nottingham portrayal well you want to know why because he refused to do that part twice and then they they begged him and he's like fine but i get to rewrite everything with and ruby Co uh i think it's ruby cox he is preferred it this way um, yes, he he had a he had a comedian. He he wanted complete license over how to make the character, and he had a comedian come in and help him. So like he ad libbed everything. He ad libbed like the cancel Christmas. He ad libbed when he's like you in my room ten thirty, you ten forty five, bring a friend. He ad libbed like all of the oh like when he like punches the guy over and over again um, outside the gate, and then they end up making the score go with it, which is so fucking awesome because yeah. it's like tunes. Dun, dun, it's Looney Tunes. Dun. It's, Looney. it's amazing. Uh, let me, <laughs> here's a clip of him uh, canceling Christmas. Here. Robin Hood steals money from my pocket, forcing me to hurt the public. I mean, I don't know about his accent, though, right? <laughs> it's funny because he's actually. Never, never Cancel the kitchen scraps for lepers and orphans. No more merciful beheadings. And call off Christmas. Love it. I do have to say that this movie was so much more comedy than I remembered. Yeah. Like uh, the dialogue was so comedic and so great. Like every everything, there was so much banter. I really, really enjoyed that part of it this time. What were you gonna say, Jimmy? Parts, the funniest parts for me is when they were trying to be serious. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. They were trying so hard. Like this is going to be the scene that gets me that award. For sure. Uh-huh. Yeah.
Uh, oh yeah, when he like cuts his finger and he's like, I swear my I swear it on my own blood. And then, and then he I'm like I'm like, seriously, this is the Middle Ages. You probably just gave yourself like the infection that's going to kill you. Yeah, like this everything. is so- oh, no. Any- and gangrene or whatever. And, uh, yeah, any of the slight injuries that happened to any of the characters in this is a death sentence. He just right. went through all of his like nerves and arteries in his hand. You're supposed to hold a fucking bow with that. <laughs> right. right. Like, yeah, you've just yeah. screwed up the whole movie right there. <laughs> Big but let's suspend horse. that disbelief. Big props to the horse. Like, and and Christian, the ass and, Christian and Slater gets shot through <laughs> the hand. Yeah. Right. And he didn't clean. sick the rest of the lost boys on him after that. <laughs> I'm the merry men yeah. after that. It was a clean wound in and out though, you know. Oh, oh, yeah. Yes, so, the horses, the ho- like the horse the... work in general. Yeah, yeah. I like. It. Um, I the horses were abused in this. Sure. I know it's hard to watch when they like fall on their sides. Like I don't care that there are like women and children dying. I'm just like, oh no, that horse fell over. That's so sad. <laughs> the horse fell over. <laughs> They're not supposed uh, to be on the ground. Oh no. Oh, uh, actually, in one of the riding scenes, when they pull up to the, the Sherwood Forest when they're trying to get away from Nottingham's men, the horse rears back, and he actually. Hits Kevin Costner, breaks his nose, and Kevin Costner finished the scene, and they ended up keeping it in. But like, yeah. he what was camper. Yeah. I know. Look at him go. <laughs> he can't act serious, but he can act with a broken nose. I there suppose. Was, uh, there was a scene where uh, Guy of Giz- Gisborne uh, uh-huh. talking to Marion, and he rears the horse rears back while he's still delivering his lines. And I was incredibly nervous. I was like, Oh my god, he's going to literally fall off this horse. Uh, but since we're talking about him again, let me play a clip real quick. This is Guy of Gisborne. Not playing by the rules, boy. Yeah, don't climb trees. He just seems Perhaps sleepy all the time. <laughs> like he just woke up. Um, as a kid, I thought he was calling him a gay bird. <laughs> oh, Ferris says the wood manner of creature is so fearsome that it takes six men to attack it. And uh, this is no affair of yours. <laughs> See, this is this is an example of everyone gets their own fun little accent. I know, like <laughs> he's doing something, but I just can't place where it's supposed to be. But yeah, he's definitely trying. He's acting, but I don't know what he's acting like. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's very gravelly. Like yeah. I don't, I don't know. I do, I do like his like the, the character. You know, the, like the way that he played the character because I've seen Robin Hood's actually probably my favorite fairy tale. I think. Um, and I, I've seen all like the shows and obviously not the Disney movie, yeah, but like the regular, the human movies. Um, and I thought he did a pretty good I job. Oh no, you're missing out on some, some hot furry action. That is true. The, <laughs> I guarantee you that the Disney version of Robin Hood started a lot of furry kinks out there. For sure. That's why I, people were that, uh, attractive people as foxes. I think. That no. man fox was a man fox. <laughs> yeah. And okay. you know it. And, okay, so oh, this is so funny and maybe you guys can relate and maybe you can tell me if you've had a similar experience, but there is a rat in the movie Rats of Nim that is a boy. And for some reason as a kid, like I was like, this rat's hot. Like he was a soldier. <laughs> Uh-huh. but he was a rat but i was like okay like i'm i'm like it, it was a very howard the duck moment for me where i was like, <laughs> you know, like this guy he's a good looking he's a good looking animal yeah that is uh, i can definitely relate to that uh rescue rangers the little gr- uh gadget was her name gadget uh uh-huh. G- yeah gadget did it for me for sure uh i was a big fan of gadget so i get it you know <laughs> 
<laughs> she had like that steampunk thing going yep. on with the goggles. I, you know? uh-huh. she was like, I remember that. She was capable and smart. And she was, yeah, I liked her a lot. She, she could fix fan. anything. Uh, big fan. <laughs> she, um, also, too, by the way, Carrie Elwes was offered to be Robin Hood in this. And he, oh. he said no because he thought that the, that the plot was too contrived. And then he became... You know, he totally made fun of this in Men in Tights, which was fucking amazing. Now, see that version, not as much rape. No, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but she rape. had a chastity belt. No one could rape her. <laughs> um, Boom. I, I, normally, I well done, Mel Brooks. <laughs> I don't uh, tend to go for the chat in Steam or in uh, on the stream real quick, uh, but we do have some people piping in here saying uh, Men in Tights was a thou- or was a hundred percent or a hundred times better. Uh, we also did get someone who dropped in to ask if we wanted to be famous and buy followers. So I had to delete that comment. That was exciting. <laughs> uh, so, hey, guys, we're on our way. We're getting famous. Uh, cool. And uh, yeah, other people. Thank agreeing, you, AdBox. Agreeing with you. I found out on Twitter, if you follow enough people, uh, sometimes bots will follow you back. They do. Yeah. They do. That's a follower to me. <laughs> people are agreeing with Jimmy about the movie sucking? Well, no, about uh, being on board with the furry part of it. Oh. <laughs> Oh God! I said a trigger word on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Remember who you're talking to here for sure. Um, Okay, I want. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I want to cover. So we we've uh, spoken about our initial thoughts of the film and and given our synopsis, but I do want to cover. uh, Jimmy, did you have a standout performance or something that was worth like that was surprising to you, whether it's good or bad, but. Generally, we tend to go for like a standout good performance. Oh, a standout good performance. Yeah. I was going to point out Either about way, you do what you do. Yeah, you can do I both. Yeah, I was. I was going to say how shitty of a cook that witch was. Every every single time she, you know, looked into the future or whatever, it involved a plate, and you know, she like put it down and like vomit on it and like cut herself. <laughs> And like move it around. Just I seriously need to look at a cookbook one of these times. You want to eat this? It it (laughs) was like mahjong tiles and and like uh, raven blood or whatever is what she's yeah yeah. It's like oh the with a coke fingernail. She had like the coke nail with the for sure. Yeah, and oh. So it was the, disgusting. I'm sorry, I forgot the question. What's your, your standout performance? So the, standout performance. I'm. I still can't get over how I did pull a clip. Rapey it came. <laughs> uh, it came over Alan Rickman. I mean, he was yeah, pulling. Sure. Yeah, he was pulling some Matt Lauer shit. Yeah. Well, like, and when, when he got his he... statue delivered the first time, he was just like, "You stay naked." It, like. <laughs> And he wanted sure. that to be the comedy in the movie. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I think, I think we, played, we weren't supposed to like him. I, so I think, no. I think it worked. You know. I'd really like to focus on the comedic side of the rape. I like. I well, and too, I like that he thinks that like if he can just ejaculate inside her, like everything's gonna be fine. Like I have to get. I have to get this done right now. Um. But and I, I, I seriously, how is that a plot point? I know what it's very doing? strange that that was like he's like I have to get this done. Um, just real quick, and I know that we have a ton of clips probably to get to. We haven't even hardly covered half the characters. I'm sorry. Um, 
No, it's great. Um, the scene, um, or there was a cut scene that um, Mortiana actually confesses to the sheriff that she's his mother. And that when he, that when he was a little boy, there was an, another boy that was supposed to be a sheriff. Apparently they weren't elected back then. Um, and she killed him so that he could become sheriff and that he could, and that then she manipulated him to try to take over the throne. And that's why she had to have a pure a pure like blood to the throne child yeah and they cut all that out which i think if they would have left it well for one thing kevin costner asked a bunch of hours long so anything they could have cut out was was good oh kevin costner wanted of a lot of things they could have cut out But um, Kevin Kastner wanted to to cut out all of a lot of Alan Rickman scenes because he felt like he was being upstaged and he 100% was, in my yeah, opinion. For sure. Uh, I do um, have a of the witch reading the future, so let's go ahead. Yes, let's do it. Son of a dead man. Moxley. Does he affect us? He precedes the lion He's like, this needs more nutmeg. A bit awkward. The at this point, she's looking at all the runes, and the whole audience can see the skull and crossbones. Oh no! Oh, no. oh there it is! <laughs> it's wrong. The sneak up on you. man. He holds like my dreams. Yeah, she doesn't like to read ahead. You're, you're the type that reads the last page of the book, right? That's. She's, <laughs> that. she's got to be surprised when she gets there, you know. I feel like they they did take a lot of liberties with this story, didn't they? I mean, like, they're being a brother to the sheriff of Nottingham and and, uh, Christian Slater being Kevin Costner's brother. Yeah. I feel like that was kind of shoehorned in. Well, and I think that that's one of the reasons why they cut the whole I'm your mother scene, because they already had the family reveal of, I have a brother, you know, kind of a thing. I like the fact, though, that it gives him the motivation. Like, that's the whole point. Like, the motivation for him to leave and be mad at his dad was because mm-hmm. Kevin Cost or because uh, Christian Slater existed, but he didn't know it yet. Uh, and then when he comes back, it kind of brings it all full circle, and he's all like, "I have a brother, I have a brother." And like, well, it makes you want him to live too, yeah, because he's sure. such a dick the whole time. You're kind of like, "Okay, fine, just cut off his head," because I don't care. But then you're like, "Oh, yeah, Andy, you can't though, have." Uh, did we we talk to you? Your stand-up performance is that? Uh, uh oh, minus Friar Tuck. Oh. I love him. He's he is amazing. I love his character. I love how he changes like he he you know he's yeah, like he super racist turn. yeah <laughs> and i love his songs and how he's just good you should find it much more difficult to sing with a sword in your gullet yes my lord <laughs> <laughs> pig i love it i know i love how he turns like all blasphemous and ragey over saving his beer like (laughs) you got to you know you can't uh you can't get by without it back then uh here we go this is him talking about his beer (laughs) this is great this is great any fool can eat but for which the lord intended a more divine means of consumption (laughs) let us give praise to our maker and glory to his bounty by learning about beer. Beer. Yeah. I like, it. Um, I like him. And, and sorry, I have a second one. I have yeah. Sue Druitt as Fanny. I think she's amazing. Okay. Yeah. I love it when she's like, hello, my lover. When he like kills the guy, like just real like nonchalantly. Yep. And she wants to fight. I think that's awesome. Yeah, she like she wanted to fight, but she was just like, aside from just dropping the rope, 
she was just chilling up in the corner the whole yep. time, just reacting. My boy, no. Yeah. Yes! What she? No! <laughs> I like when she's like, "I love the good hanging." I do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, I like. So this takes place in England, and they they call a character Fanny. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> they, they was they were alluding to something for sure. I mean, she did have. Uh, a bunch of eight kids. kids yeah right so you know you bloody well be minding the other seven <laughs> yeah. um i Matt, what uh, about you yeah i don't know man uh, it's a toss-up between um azim for me and then i mean as as useless as duncan Ooh. was in the movie i really enjoyed his character and the fact that they had to sort of like he was he became the through line between the story of like he got out for a minute and then he brought the news back in but they also followed him back and so it was, but I think he did it well. And here's uh, just some of Duncan. Here's meeting Duncan. Did this to you, Duncan? Guy of Gisborne. Guy of Gisborne. Sheriff of this witch looking on. Why? When you say that the sheriff captured your father, why shipping the devil? Oh. That he signed the confession before the bishop. It's lies. We know. Liar. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love Duncan when he finds out that Azim is more is Moorish. Yep. And he's Wonderful. Like, <laughs> Moorish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he like he's like doesn't even realize that he's like right by his face, you know? And he's like, oh. Oh yeah, he's fresh blind. Get the he, doesn't, he doesn't have the superpowers yet. Yeah, he doesn't have the sonar activated. Exactly. <laughs> uh best line in the whole movie, right here. I'm gonna cut your heart out with us. Boom. And then I took some liberties. Boom, cousin. Why not an axe? Because it's dull, you twit. It'll hurt more. I got so rid I'm, of the entire middle part there that we didn't need. We just needed the back and forth between him and his cousin. I'm a, <laughs> I'm I'm assuming that this is one of those uh improvised Alan Rickman lines. Yeah, yes, and, and then they, they, wrote then they had more to... dialogue. <laughs> yes. For them to talk about later. And then after he stabs him, spoiler, he says, just be thankful I didn't use a spoon. And like, <laughs> yeah, it came back again. This <laughs> movie doesn't know if it's, if it wants to be serious or uh, uh, yes. uh, a it's comedy. Yeah. You want me to feel bad about vagina burning in a tree? Um, but you're gonna have Alan Rickman doing a fucking fisheye rape scene where they're a lot of <laughs> yes, and, and lots of fisheye in this movie. Yep. <sighs> yeah, Baby, no, for I sure. More coffee. Um, <laughs> I thought you were trying to be Alan Rickman for a second. <laughs> um, no, I do. I feel the same way, and I also think that probably they shouldn't have tried to make the rape funny, like or the you know, yeah, and that's the, basically the that's what they did. For so much of it is rape. Yeah, for sure. Get it? Well, if it ain't that, I know it's gonna... eight hundred years ago, right? But thank you. Probably a lot, you. a lot more common back then. Uh, well, and it was and it was nineteen ninety one, which it was a lot more common back then. Sure, you know. No, I was talking about nineteen ninety one being eight hundred years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, because when I because when I did the math, thinking back, you're like, oh god, I did see this in theaters, 1990. Oh my god! <laughs> in the chat, we have someone saying rape was funnier in the 90s, which you know, I guess that's probably true. I don't know. Uh, Who the we, hell says that? We, we, we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> um, all right, uh, 
Also, any movie that we can get Christian Slater singing in is is probably good. Oh movie. yes, that was yes. one of the times he tried the accent. Yeah. Let's... There was a rich man from Nottingham who tried to cross the river. What a dope! He tripped on a rope. Now look at him shiver. Beg for mercy, rich man. I'd rather listen to Brian Adams. <laughs> sure. All right. Well, we can. Do <laughs> I think too. that Christian Slater was probably one of my biggest crush, like young crushes. I was joking. <laughs> For sure. So Brian at, or uh, Christian Slater was a young, yeah, Brian at, Christian Slater was a young crush for you? Oh, big time. Like this was like before, like, um, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio and Ben Affleck came along. And like I on. loved them too. Yeah. So sorry, we got to cut you off. We'll talk about your love interest as a child here in a second. But cleanest <laughs> hair in the Middle Ages. We got less than a minute to cut this short. So All we're right. gonna cut this. We're gonna be right back after these messages. Okay, bye. Hey everybody, it's me, your boy, Stu McAllister. I'm the host of the Elemental Podcast. Please make it your fourth favorite podcast. It's constant swearing, occasionally funny. Free episodes every Monday and Thursday. Patreons every other day of the week. You're going to love it. Or maybe you'll just hate it. Either way, listen. Thanks. And we're back. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us again. We do have still uh, here with us comedian Jimmy Bain. Uh, Hello. Please make sure you go and do uh, whatever that ad said. It was likely just uh, an ad for the LMNO podcast with Stu McAllister. So go support him. He needs more listeners right now. He has six listeners and he needs just one more. So go make sure that you listen in uh, on Stu's podcast. That would be great. And we're back at it, folks. Welcome in. And uh, what do we do when we get back to this? Oh, yeah. Speaking of Stu McAllister, let's just jump straight in. You want to just go right to the games portion of the show? The show. Wait. Sounds no, fun. I lied. I lied. I no. Stop. We're going to do the uh, Facebook question. Of oh, the yeah. Day, guys, uh, we always do a Facebook question uh, along with each of our episodes. And today, the question was just a real simple one. I didn't really know what to put along with this. And I wanted to sort of steer away from the rapey parts of this movie. I decided to focus more on the stealing. So what I asked everybody was good for you. Just, yeah. Just let us know something that you have stolen that you're willing to tell us about in the comments. And we may talk about it on the podcast. So we did get some responses. We have some uh, folks that have stolen things that they're willing to talk to us about. And right up front, we were just talking about him. Stu McAllister said many, many street signs for a period of time he stole. So yeah, that's nice. exciting. Uh, and I called him a madman for it. Um, I myself, uh, I had never stolen a street sign, but I worked at the Barry County Road Commission and I once uh, had a sign uh, made for me. Like I went to the guy who makes the street signs and rather than going out and stealing one, I just asked him if he could just make me a duplicate of one to pretend like I had stolen a sign. So when I was a kid, I worked at a convenience store and um, and it, I had actually it was snowing. I had run over the stop sign there okay. and it was down. And I had, I was on my way to work, obviously. So I went into work and it started to get dark because it was winter. It was icy. And all of a sudden these two old ladies, and I mean, they were old, they pull up, they turn around and then they open their trunk of their car and they put the stop sign nice. in the back of their car. So I had to call the police and tell them like, and there was a guy in line and like, I, I'm like, by the way, you know, so he spots them down the road and he's like, Hey, they just called the police on you. And then the two old ladies brought the sign, got it out of the back and threw it back into the ditch. 
it was so fucking weird. It's very illegal so, though to steal a stop sign. You could get well, and I called the cops and everything, and then all of a sudden the signs back, and I looked like a jackass. Nice. Well, so. I mean, yeah, that was true. Uh, uh, I I actually still have the thing I stole. Give me one. Give oh, me one quick great. second. We need to, yeah, we need to talk about it live here. I um I stole a Cadbury egg from Felposh. Nice. When I was a kid, and then I felt so bad about it, I couldn't even eat it. I just threw it away. Oh no! Um, yeah. I I stole uh so double A batteries. I yes. Stole, I stole multiple double A batteries from the Kmart here in uh in my hometown. Uh, a few yeah. years ago, I had a terrible habit of getting absolutely shit house drunk and stealing the please drink in moderation signs from uh different from establishments yeah um i also have all of the no smoking signs from most of the chain restaurants uh, in in my neighborhood i i don't know why uh I have some kind of aversion to being told what to do by a sign. Good friend of but, mine, uh, uh, used steal, he used to go up to people's yards and steal the this house is protected by ADT signs. Like, just as like a, a flex. Just be like, oh yeah, are you? Uh, and then, that's and then, a, I mean, th- that game is, that game's awesome. Yeah. That sounds like a wonderful one. No, yeah, I mean, the. Yeah, the ga- yeah, the house is protected, but what about this fucking sign? I didn't think so. <laughs> There's no I mean, symbiosis here. The house ain't protecting, <laughs> ain't protecting the sign. It's protecting. I mean, people would Write probably pay down. pay good money to have one of those signs. Just yeah. just the sign, not the not have to pay for ADT. Right. Why? Just steal the sign from somebody else and put it in your yard. We also had uh, Scott, friend of the show, previous guest, uh, said a pair of socks. I was trying to be a cool kid uh, to my kleptomaniac friend. Uh, I was not cool. Don't steal, kid. Nice. Um, <laughs> Jared Hibbs said, I've stolen many things, video games, super soaker, money, booze, cold medicine, you name it. Holy shit. He's doing the damn thing. Uh, <laughs> and then someone said, you stole my heart, big guy, to uh, Jared. So, okay. Okay. Uh, We also had uh, Steve from the Notes Magoats podcast said, I was a big thief in my teens. Clothes, DVDs, CDs, and other stupid stuff. Uh, I was never caught and ended up working in, uh, in asset protection uh, at multiple big box stores in my 20s as a floor walker. So did you guys the ever inside get, guy? Yeah, yeah. Did you get caught by any of those people? We used to have, and I think I've told this story on the podcast before, but we used to steal, C- well, we didn't steal them. We used to get CDs at a discounted price because in the same rack that they would have a CD, they would also have singles. And once they started doing the self-checkouts, if you took the label off of a single and you stuck it over top of the label for a full-size CD, you could get a full CD at the price of a single if you just went to the U-Scan and you didn't fuck with anybody taking it out of that plastic protective case, right? You just have to go to the U-Scan, scan it up, pay like three bucks for a single, out you go, and then we just have to like hacksaw that plastic uh, protective thing off of it, and now we have a full CD, right? Well, we we thought of this, but we'd done it a couple of times and we were starting to get more sophisticated with it. We would we would take the CD, one person would go in, we'd go to a different department and drop it off. Then another person would go in and grab a single, take it to a totally different place, drop it off. Then we'd have another person go in and take the label off the one, go to the other place where they dropped it, stick the label on and walk away. Then we'd have a totally different person go back, get the CD, now with the new label, go up to the checkout, pay for it and leave, right? So This is very Ocean's Eleven for a Brian Adams CD. This is amazing. <laughs> very, yeah, for, <laughs> for a Brian Adams CD. <laughs> And then um, at one point we got caught. There was a person that was following us around and you could tell because it was the dead of winter 
and the person was pushing around a shopping cart looking at clothing but they were like looking through the clothes and like looking this way as they were flipping through the clothing not looking at anything and they weren't wearing a jacket they weren't wearing any winter clothing at all they were just dressed in like normal clothes and they didn't have um a coat with them at all and so we were like i think this person's like onto us i think this is a person here from the store and we, so we were walking around them sort of talking about him and the guy would just keep popping his head around corners and we're like yeah that's absolutely a person who's on no him. he was and going to sex traffic you he was yeah. going to snatch you up and he was going to put you man. in the sex why is it always train? rape with you guys <laughs> you can't get away from it man <laughs> <laughs> no you uh, noticed you noticed that guy following you and all the clues and you uh, guys orchestrated that plan and everything like why aren't you doing that for a living right, yeah. like why are you trying to be funny i need to be like, like, <laughs> like you could steal diamonds yeah. man. <laughs> why are that. you trying to be funny <laughs> That is awesome. Yeah. I need that on a t-shirt. Why am I trying to be? <laughs> I, should be I should be stealing diamonds. Yeah. That's my, as I'd rather be stealing diamonds. That goes on my bumper in my car. Uh, right. <laughs> we just had one more. We had Elena Gonzalez, previous guest to the show and comedian, uh, said lipstick was my Kmart jam as a troubled angsty preteen. <sighs> I owe them approximately $35 cumulatively. And I'm sure that's why they went under. So <laughs> um, I worked at Kmart and I worked in the garden center and there were many times that teenagers would walk through and the alarm would go off and I'd look in the bag and it would be condoms. And I'd just be like, Oh, you're fine. Or like, I look, you know, or I, and I'm like, I don't want you reproducing because you fucking suck as a, as a criminal. So just keep Let's going. Let's make this triple embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. I'm no, like, no, this kid's stealing condoms. <laughs> Price on condoms. Oh, they're not free. Sorry. Uh, the right. the small kind the small size the no small <laughs> <kind>. <laughs> all right so that was the facebook question of the day thank you guys so much for participating and including us in your uh, your day so all right and now we have uh, like i said Stu McAllister gave us a theme song we recorded it live on the air while he was guest hosting short and sweet and it goes like this box office theme song <laughs> that's it box office theme song mandy take it away <laughs> All right. I just want to say, I just turned my mic off for like the best burp I've ever had. And I really oh, wish man. I would have left it on, but yeah. I didn't, I anticipated it to oh, not be so awesome. I lied. One more thing. We did get yeah. something from the chat in Twitch. Uh, Sweet. It's also a friend of the show here, uh, Brian, and talking about uh, another friend of the show, Kyle. I uh, used to steal garage sale signs, small business road signs in our youth. We got pulled over once while doing it. And the police officer asked us all about the signs in the back seat. All we could think to say was, I like signs. I guess it's good enough because they just let us go without pressing the matter. Any <laughs> uh, uh, my tell us that you're white without saying. <laughs> that you're white. I know, seriously. <laughs> like, this is. <laughs> That awesome. is so true. <laughs> he used turtle's defense. <laughs> just like, My old roommate, DP, um, he, he's Indian. And uh, he, not that that matters, but his name was Deep. And I didn't want people to be like, why do you call him Deep? Anyway, he was driving down the road. And he got pulled um, over by a cop. Hog. He, his name was Hog in the movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Bull. But, his name was Bull in the movie. That's right. He was driving. Um, he was driving down the road and he got pulled over. And in the back seat was the full series of 24. And like that was, he was obsessed with that show and, and the cop pulled him over. And then because he had the 24, like the series of 24 in the back seat, they like got to chatting about it. And the cop was like, Oh, just give you a warning. Oh, <laughs> it was yeah. obvious. So sorry. Over. That was a little off, a little <laughs> off topic, but they bonded. All, right. over, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all 
Okay, box office. I'm getting to it. All right, Jimmy, um, how much do you think it costs to make this movie? What do you think the budget was back in 1991 to make this film? In 1991, mm. uh, golly, this had to have been a multi-million dollar project. Of course, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say, can I do a range somewhere between sure. five and ten? Okay. Five and ten million dollars to make this movie. I mean, they okay. cut they they kept a lot of stuff that I feel like they got for free, like halfway through the movie, <laughs> another movie leaked in and like brave Braveheart just shows up. <laughs> the Ewok scene from Star Wars, they just right, but they, they just use <laughs> Right, but they used all the costumes from Mad Max, and so like you, you guys know the the famous Scottish warrior women that paint their face black and scream like crackheads, right? Yeah, and they're they're running down there with like Conan the Barbarian looking guys, and all they have shot in it is Kevin Costner putting arrows into the crackhead women yeah, like yeah. he's exclusively <laughs> shooting the women in yes yeah, mandy did you do you have a fun fact about that i don't know i do uh, oh please so the stunt coordinator uh the stunt coordinator the stunt coordinator that they used for the scene when the celts were coming in and trying to take over the camp the encampment there the uh the stunt coordinator is the guy that you see with the crazy banshee hair and the painted face fun he gets shot and killed like six different times and it's the <laughs> same fucking dude like if you go back and watch that scene again everyone who gets shot with an arrow and dies in that scene is that guy just in different scenarios like he's either See, on a yeah horse. they're saving they're saving money yeah they're... Right, right. he either gets killed on a horse or he gets like he's dropped out of a tree or whatever like but it's all the same dude so go back watch it again you'll think it's hilarious you would have never noticed it before but that it, is crazy. He didn't even change the fucking face paint on the dude. It's the same guy. <laughs> uh, so go check that out. But anyhow. Fun. Uh, so your guess was five to ten? Yeah. All right, and I, I feel like that's on the cheap end. I think so, too. I'm going to venture a guess because they were able to throw Sean Connery. We already know that Sean Connery got 250000 for showing up for two days. Uh, so I'm guessing that's going to boost the cost of this movie exponentially. For it took him else. two days to do that. Yeah, just to have him walk right in and be like, um, not until I can give her away my shelf. Yeah, it was. Hello, cousin. <laughs> cousin. <laughs> um, so I'm going to. I get paid by the zhuzh. I, I just had like a Jeopardy SNL moment. <laughs> <laughs> the rapist yeah, for right. a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> Can we please get rid of the rapist? Thank you, thank you for getting rid of the rapist while I was gone. No, um, not the R's, Mr. Connery. That's not what your mother said last night, Trebek. Oh, now it reminds me of Norm Macdonald. Sad moment. Okay. Oh. Uh, no, that's not my name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's funny because it's big. Yeah, look at this hat I found backstage. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, no, I, I changed my name to Snobbin Hood. Snobbin Hood. Because he's that, because he's that, uh, rich kid the whole time yeah the whole time. Uh, he's the bitchy rich kid that's fucking drugging girls with mistletoe that's true that's true all right i'm gonna say this movie costs like 30 million they shot on location a lot there was a lot of shit going on i'm gonna say 30 million 
All right. You both underbid $48 million to make this movie. On location. They were outside. What does outside (laughs) cost? (laughs) Nothing. That's stupid. Oh, that's the greatest response to on location ever. <laughs> no, fuck that. We'll just do it in my backyard. I have a. I have exactly. A There's a tree. <laughs> it's like a natural. It's the whole natural environment for the for the for the merry men. Right. They just, I own two acres. We'll just have them walk in a circle. Fucking <laughs> hey. They rented the castles. No big deal. Just it's a cardboard cutout. We're okay. Not a green screen. <laughs> All right. So uh, they went to a red fair. <laughs> for 40, <laughs> Forty-eight million dollars. Uh-huh. Forty-eight million dollars okay. on ropes and, and sticks and rape yeah, and a lot of fire. A lot of, yeah, Mandy. Uh, here's the best part now. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, my screen went dead because I've been laughing my ass off and not touching it. Okay. Um, how much do you think that this movie has made roughly up until today worldwide gross? I don't know, man. Sex trafficking makes a lot of money. That's true. <laughs> this is the, the front for it. This is the poster child. Uh, and that's up until this point or yeah. just just and in I mean, the... We all paid three bucks a piece for it too. So you got to... I, I actually watched it at my in-laws on HBO okay. Max, but... Well, you got to add yeah. six dollars to whatever you thought it was. Uh, <laughs> so, I, I, gosh, I guess five hundred million and six dollars. Okay, all right. You think this is a banger? Um, I'm. Gonna well, say- I well, I mean, good God, it, there's so much rape going on nowadays, <laughs> and it explains it because everyone grew up watching yeah, they had to this pay movie. Off a lot of people from this, right? From the, from the making of this. Yeah, movie. this explains a lot of Pornhub uh, categories. <laughs> They all came from Robin Hood. You say I'm your cousin. <laughs> oh, stepsister, don't. Yeah, <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew it. I was like, I, I'm like, I'm not gonna say it because I'm sure that this is coming out. Oh God. Okay, Matt made a hundred and sixteen million dollars. Um, it actually made three hundred and ninety point four million. You we're so much closer than I thought you were, Jimmy. Holy. Yeah. God. Um, it was number two that year. It was only beat out by Terminator 2 Judgment Day, which made $521 million. So, and, yes. And no rape in that one at all. Yeah. You, see the, you see the lesson we learn? Sure, you get an extra $100 million if you just stop touching it, you know? <laughs> I, like it. I like it a lot. All right. Let's, uh, before we get to the next uh, game, let's throw out some more clips here. We did this one already. I'm going to just get rid of these as we go. We don't need to talk about that one. Oh, here do we have Marion scream? I like her scream. Well, like when she got her hand burned? What do you mean? No, when she's like, Robin! Oh, yeah. When she's I, up on the thing. I it's don't. like blood curdling. Like that's like one of the best screams in Hollywood, I feel like. I've got uh, Robin rallies the troops. Here, let's listen in on this one. Wish to end this? Yeah. Wish to go home? Yeah. Then we must stop fighting amongst ourselves. And face it, the price for it may be dear. He's been hiding for like one fucking day. <laughs> man defending his home is more powerful than ten iron Crusades, Tuck. I will make you know. Yeah. Easy there, Friar Tuck. Yeah. If you truly believe in your hearts that you are free, then I say we can win. Yeah, we get it. All right. So yeah, he rallies the troops. It's a big moment in the movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
All right. And I love it when he's like, and he's like, what about our kids? They take now they got two. And he's like, by God, we take it back. That's right. That's right. What about, um, Ooh, do you have when they clear the wall over the catapult and Christian's later? I don't. Fuck me. They cleared no, it. No, I don't. Um, I, this is when we. <laughs> That's another part. Is this movie trying to be serious or is it a fucking comedy where they actually load up, <laughs> load up these guys in a fucking catapult yeah, right. and launch them over the wall and they land in <laughs> a pile it. of chicken and hay that they didn't and, even know was there? Like they had right. no, exactly. no forethought. It could have been a fire pit on the other. <laughs> It was where they made all the swords. They were just like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, We put them up that way to dry. And that's how the movie ended. They were impaled on swords on the other side of the wall. Uh, Here's where Will finds out. Oh, hold on. Wait for it. Back it up. Here's where Will finds out, or Robin finds out that Will's his brother. Did I wrong you in another life, Will Scarlet? Where does this intolerable hatred for me come from? Knowing that I'll... I cut out the silence. Our father loved you more than me. Oh no. I'm sad about stuff. Your brother's Robin of Luxley. I am the son of the woman who replaced your dead mother for a time. You shut your dirty mouth. It was your anger that drove them apart. It's not a lie. Christian Slater does great here. I I believe it, yeah. I like this scene for sure. That was a, a pivotal scene in the movie. That's when we find out we get the the big kind of reminds kind of reminds me of Tommy Boy when he finds out I got a brother. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, I don't. And that, that Kevin could have done a better job in that scene for sure. Oh no 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 yeah. no, no, he couldn't have. <laughs> no, that is. <laughs> we not, we know that. Yeah. <laughs> it is bad. He tried. I do think that Christian Slater did a good job. Like he's hanging upside down for one thing. That would yeah. totally fucking suck. Like I hate even bending over to t- to tie my shoes because the blood runs to my face. Like. <laughs> I think he, I think Christian Slater did great as, as well. I think they, yeah. they picked a good person to play Will Scarlet. Also too, by the way, when he says, fuck me, he cleared it. That was totally ad-libbed. He wasn't anticipating them keeping it in the movie, but they thought it was funny. Um, not even, like period accurate. Nobody would have. Not even close. Period accurate. Right. Alan Rickman calls uh, Christian Slater a turncoat. In the 11th, 12th century, yeah, he calls him a turncoat. You know, that famous American revolution that happened in the 1100s. Pre-1100s, for sure. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. A little early on that terminology there. That's funny. Let's continue on. We're going to go ahead to the next game. We did the box office one. Let's move on to... Yeah, this one's going to take some time, so I would like to zip through it because we are having... We're having so much fun. We're side conversation. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, me. I'm doing it too. Here we go. All right. Nope. Wrong one. Wrong one. one. Oh, no. That was right. That is what we're doing. No. uh -uh, Ages. Oh. Uh, Back up. Where's it at? Here we go. Let's play Guess the Age. Boom. Also provided by previous guests and podcaster Alan, or uh, Brandon Alberta. Uh, All right. Guess the Age. Here we go. All right. How old do you think Kevin Costner was in 1991? Uh, golly, I'm going to put him at a very, very rough looking 38. Okay, Matt. I'll say 35. He was 36, which is actually surprising. Closest without going over Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, wins the round. Matt, come on up. (laughs) All right. This one. Okay. Morgan Freeman. How old do you think he was? Um, back in 1991. Jimmy, you want first crack at this? 
Yikers. Um, I'm going, I'm going to say he was 30. Okay, Matt. I will say he was 40. He was 54. Oh my goodness. Wow. How old yeah, is he, he now? He's oh, in his eighty. He's he's in his eighties. He's third he's eighty-four. And that's why I always say I cannot judge black people's ages because they age so amazingly. They look right. so yeah. And think about all the stunts and the fighting at fifty-four. Like I sneeze wrong and my back hurts for like two weeks. This is <laughs> like all right. I'm going to try, attempt to say this. Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio, who played Marion. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, goodness gracious. So I'm, again, going to probably go way low and say 30. I mean, Hollywood yeah. is not kind to actresses. Sure, that's not uh, where I, I would have put her yeah, on, say, 32, just to be different. Yeah. She's 33. She also is um, the mom on Grimm. I don't know if you guys watch that show, but she's pretty good. She's kind of badass. Okay. Um, Christian Slater. How old do you think he was in this movie? Well, 14. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah go ahead with your re- I think that would have been, like, Legend of Billy Jean style yeah. when he was 14. Right. No, he Matt. was about... <laughs> He's about the same age as that little kid. They ran up a tree early yeah, right. in the movie, but um, no, uh, he was probably mid twenties, twenty five. Okay, right. Matt. What he looked? I'll go twenty seven. He was twenty one. Okay. All right. Which, by the way, because this was thirty years ago, so he's fifty one now. Yeah. Going old a little bit. Um, Don't like that. <clears throat> no, nope. I know. <laughs> Alan Rickman. How old do you think he was? By the way, rips to Rickman, 2016. Yeah. Huge, huge blow. He's he's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I I would say he was 40 then. Okay, Matt. Sure. Mm, 43. He was 45. Okay. And also, just a fun fact about him: um, he loves children. And so when he did the scene with the little girl, not like loves children. I thought that was definitely one of the things that they could cut out from that. When he he did the scene with the little girl and he, but um, where he's like, they're so alive, you know, whatever he made sure he he made sure before he met her that they, um, they, you know, she felt very comfortable. And while he was giving his lines, he was making silly faces excuse me and so like it just he was makes doing you... that the whole movie though so <laughs> he was... i just i just mean he, he it was it was it's something that is like endearing to me that he that he was so sweet about all that stuff well, um all right. i mean I, he, he he might have been nice to the actress behind the scene uh the the young kid the young actor that played uh the child in that but it was don't try to ruin as, alan it rickman was creepy for me. As, the scene was creepy as shit the guy was well, the, <laughs> the guy was creepy he was a creep uh, <laughs> and i do have to say too that <clears throat> the person that rewrote all of these scenes with him was a woman ruby cox so the comedian that wrote this stuff I, I, i'm not excusing it i'm just saying yeah, I, know, I, know, I know. I think we're know. we're probably gonna have to do this one in three segments because we keep know. going off topic. What do we got for this? <clears throat> I can. Just, I gotta I, go to. I gotta go to work at one <laughs> point, guys. Uh, this I can't. <laughs> I'm just okay. So um, I'll just go down the list now. Yeah. Um, sorry. Oh let's no, let's, I have one more. I want to ask. Rapid um, fire. Geraldine McDe- McEwen, who played Mortiana. How old do you think she was? Oh, she again. 
they're they're not kind to actresses in Hollywood. So she she had to have been on the younger side. I'm gonna say 30 again. Ooh. Uh I'm gonna say that crazy bitch was like 58. She was 61. She died in 61. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She looked heavily, heavily makeup makeup yeah. in that. Um, yeah, I thought I thought she was just along the along for the ride with Alan Rickman, just yeah. hamming the shit up the whole time, just making My- terrible snacks for him in the middle of the movie. <laughs> Would you like some? Oh, the, scene really- where, <laughs> but the scene where he's pissed off and he just walks in and doesn't say anything and just grabs the knife and is like to the duck. And she's like, something vexes me. Like, duh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right sorry okay michael mcshane michael mcshane who played fire tug was 36 sue Druitt, who played fanny was 29 um the little boy that played wolf i he was 15 he was a huge crush for me when i was little um and then walter sparrow um who played duncan which he was in now and then he played crazy pete yeah. he did that movie um he was 64 and he died in 2000 so that's all i've got all right all right, let's keep on trucking here. We've got one more, uh, or we've got another game to play. Let's do this. Ooh, that sound. Coming in hot. Did you hear that sound? Ooh, that sound. <laughs> the sound that just played you. <laughs> if that sounds familiar, that was Jared Hibbs providing that theme song uh... for What's That Sound? That's hilarious. This is a game where I take a sound from the film, I play it out loud for you, and you tell me what's happening on screen. Today, Hit we have me. four of them. We're going to do these really quick. Jimmy, you're going to Oh, get- there's no way we're going to be able to zip through this. I have a feeling we're going to have to come back for another meeting. Uh, that's a, let's... Jimmy, you're going to get first swing at this, and then if you can't get it, it goes to Mandy. And if neither of you get it, it goes to the listening audience. So here we go. We're going to just do these in a random order. First one's going to go like this. Can you tell me what's happening on screen? If you need me to play it again, let me know. I, I believe that's uh, Robin and the sheriff going at it in the in the climax of the movie. It is not. Oh. It is not that scene. I, 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 it is tough to tell, but Mandy, do you have this one? Yeah, it's when he's fighting Marion. With? Oh. When he, when him, when he, when Kevin Costner is fighting Marion with, he's got the antlers. That's it. Okay. She's chopping up. It was specifically the antlers. Yeah. Ah. By the way, we do have to talk about really quick. Alan Rickman's death scene is so ridiculous and cartoony. <laughs> this it's is like, yours. <laughs> yeah, just holds it out. I'm sorry, I didn't do the fish lens. This is yours. A little drip off the fever door. dream. <laughs> Oh, there was so much spit. Remember? Hold on. That was nope. Back up. There's spit all over this movie. Somebody, yes. the director's got a spit fetish, like Tarantino's got. When a, when Christian Slater has his head stuck to the barrel, and the guy's like dr- the executioner, yeah, like drips spit. Cut, Fuck that! Can, can we do this scene again? But this time, I really want you to drool. On. <laughs> I really want you to get your. We gotta go, guys. Just, we gotta move. Let's do this. Okay. Next bit. round. Gonna go like this. What do we got? Fuck me. They cleared it. That's, <laughs> That's them going over the wall and landing uh, in the chicken coop or whatever the fuck that was. All right. Nice job. That's gonna be my ringtone now. There you go. Rapid fire. Let's keep on trucking. Here we go.
What do we got? Uh, this this is the wonderful recipe of wrist blood <laughs> and spit scraped <laughs> by a coke nail. Yep. Uh, <laughs> to tell the to tell the future, apparently. All right, and let's see <laughs> if you can handle this one. What uh, well, one, one, one more time, please. Yep. One more time. That's, I mean, those are the runes hitting the plate. <laughs> they are. Nice. Those are the. <laughs> I didn't mean for it's, those to go in that order, but that was. I know. I was like, <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. All right. Let, next game. Next game's got a theme song as well, and that theme song goes like this First, Matt plays a backwards clip. Then he plays some forward clips. Then he gets to pick your brain to see which two clips are the same. Backwards, forwards, backwards, forwards. Let's play, let's play backwards, forwards. I'll explain. Um, so this game, I take a forward phrase. It's called forwards, or it's called backwards, forwards. I take a forward phrase from this movie oh, and I reverse it. All right? I got the email from you and I thought you were having a stroke. I'm like, right. that's not how you say that. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> We're going to do, so I'm going to give you a clip and it's going to be in reverse, right? Which you're not supposed to understand. It's going to sound like nonsense. Then I'm going to give you four examples four. of forward phrases and you tell me which of those four phrases was that backward phrase. It's all I from the you. same scene. It's all from the same monologue. So it'll be, uh, you know, maybe it'll be tough. We'll figure it out. All right. So you're going to tell me if it's one, two, three, or four. I'm going to play the backward part a bunch of times in a row before we get started. So you're just going to hear the backwards part over and over again. Hit me. Oh, let me. Hold on. Let me adjust some volume real quick. Wait for it. Here we go. Okay, so that's the backward part. I'm going to play it again and then the four examples. Was it? Jeff calls us outlaws. More powerful than tin. I got armor pull. You wish to go home? All right, what do you think? One, two, three, or four? It sounds like four, and I'm, saying, I'm, I'm, gonna say I'm basing two. that. I'm basing that just by the score in the, the background. background. I'm glad that you had a, a method to your madness, and uh, Mandy, you said two. Yeah. All right. Let's do it again. Jeff calls us outlaws. More powerful than ten. That's it. It was number two. Very good. Uh, <laughs> it's all right. One of you got it at least. All right. Moving right along. I mean, that's the end of our games portion of the show. At this point, we always like to take a second to ask our guest, uh, Jimmy, if you, uh, did we get to talk about everything that you wanted to talk about? Is there anything that we did not touch on in the movie? I could go on and on and on about this. All right. I, I, I truly could. Everyone <laughs> did. This was, in my mind, uh, a conglomeration. This was a team effort what? to absolutely and i'm sorry mandy fail to, to tell a great uh, it's not a great story it's not a great story uh, it's not a great story it's not a great movie it was acted uh haphazardly sure. and randomly sometimes they were serious sometimes they wanted it to be funny there was a lot of sexual assault yeah. lots of casual racism. that's probably why i liked it right the lots of casual racism yeah uh there were a few lessons learned there on that aspect learned. but yeah. i don't think uh, uh made up for uh, it yeah, I really don't think Not it made up huh? for it, right? right. Um, so, Jimmy, then our next question is, would you watch this movie again? 
oh, oh please, uh, please no. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm going to have certain scenes and you know themes stuck in my head. I'm going to be dreaming about this. Nice. Uh, Me too. This is. <laughs> Ab- absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, it, a little bit hair. changes the way I look at Alan Rickman with hair. Okay. Uh, All right. And uh, I would like to go on the record saying for probably the 50th time, Fanny is a terrible name to name someone <laughs> in England. <laughs> um, yes, I would watch this again. I probably will as soon as it's on Netflix. I love this movie. I love it more now today than I did when I was a kid. Nice. All right. Yeah, I, what about you? I, I will probably watch it again. I don't see any time soon that I need to waste over two hours of my life watching it, but it's not like I'm opposed to watching it. Um, I would definitely prefer to watch it with someone as opposed to watching it by myself just to pull clips for this podcast. Uh, I feel like it could be a little more entertaining in that setting. Uh, but otherwise, I mean, that's pretty much the end of this nonsense. Now, I guess we take some time for plugs. Uh, Jimmy, what do you got for plugs? What do you want to point people toward in the world? Uh, I want to point people toward uh, my podcast. I'm part of a team we call Blunts Upon a Time. Sure. Uh, we uh, we have a podcast where we smoke a little bit of weed and we talk about fairy tales. We do a deep dive. Uh, Matt, you were on the last episode we had go out. We talked about uh, Little Red Riding Hood. Yes. Uh, we play games over there as well. Uh, you know, we do a uh, 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 a fuck Mary kill round. We do <laughs> that's so awesome. With the yeah, I be like, I was surprised the way things turned out uh, when we played that. You should go over and uh, search for us. We're actually yeah. on all platforms. You can find us anywhere: uh, Spotify, mm-hmm. iTunes. Hey, Apple if you're Podcasts. listening, right for our listeners, come back and post on this post. Um, who you would fuck Mary kill in this in this Absolutely. story? Absolutely. And in the, in this in this uh in, in our game, we give you the three characters to kind of shoehorn you into uh decision. So in this Robin. one, it would be it would be Robin, of course, the titular. Uh it would be little John. Yeah. <laughs> and it would be uh uh the sheriff of Nottingham. Sure. Kill the sheriff, fuck little John and Mary Robin. That was so I easy. got a question about little John. Did, <laughs> you didn't hear from him? Let did, me play a clip real quick. Yeah, please. Any man who travels with two servants and claims he's got no bloody money is either a fool or a liar. All right, there you go. So did nobody else show up for the audition? I liked little John. Is that, oh, I is love that him. Like, uh, oh, all right. Jimmy, you are a harsh. You are a harsh, harsh, we got, harsh. We got too much. All right, to all right we got yeah, We got to get going. All right, Mandy, tell me you don't have any plugs. Well, I don't. But does Jimmy? Do you have any other plugs for like your comedy or anything? Uh, I have. I have nothing coming up. Just uh, a time. Just I got just blunts upon a That's time. Uh, look enough. for us. Look for us on Facebook, Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, yeah, Voice. we're we're everywhere. We're very funny, and we're the <laughs> most humble, sober podcast you've ever listened to (laughs) matt matt what are your plugs uh i don't have any plugs we don't have time for them uh okay go go follow us on facebook you can find us there you can answer our question of the day just find another episode podcast on facebook 
I like to end these things uh, because otherwise I would just keep on rambling on for no reason. I like to end these with a capped off little clip at the end that I play right at the end to stop me from talking. And today, that clip is going to sound like this. I tricked you guys. Fuck me, he cleared it. <laughs> All right, bye guys. I, I want to do this again. I love you. <laughs> What? Love you. This is awesome. Listen right. to more episodes of both of our podcasts. Okay, bye. Yes. Bye. Another episode. Bye.